Welcome to the Building Manager Podcast. My name is Matt Osborne and I'm your host. This is proudly recorded through Anchor by Spotify. All of the podcasts are available on Spotify. Of course, available on Anchor, which is a free platform. You can also reach all of the podcasts through Google Play, Apple Play, and a whole host of other recording methods. Well, today's episode is going to be a ripper. Looking forward to interviewing Louise Rowe, who is the director at Pinpoint Property Recruitment. And what a time to be conducting an interview right at the start of the year. So for those of you looking for new jobs, those of you who have been finding difficult times throughout the course of the last six months, 12 months, looking really to get your hands into something new, whether it might be uh, facilities management, building management, owners corporation, I'm sure that Louise will be able to give you some advice at least on how to land that job that you've always been wanting. So for the first interview of 2022, this is the building manager. My name's Matt Osborne and I look forward to seeing you right on the other side. See you soon. Well, welcome Louise Rowe, the Director of Pinpoint Property Recruitment to the Building Manager Podcast. What a great pleasure to have you on the show. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for the invite. I really appreciate it. And I'll let you in on a little secret. It's the first podcast I've ever done. So well, hey. Yeah, yay. Well, it's the first time, not the, not my first time, but, you know, this is my new venture as well. So um, we've both got something in, in common, I guess, there. Um, but, Louise, can I just uh, – I really can see how busy you are at the moment, not only right now, but last year, of course, it was madness – with employment um, and you and the team at Pinpoint. And I hope you don't mind just sharing with our listeners, you know, just what your background is and how you started Pinpoint Property Recruitment. Yeah, sure. So um, probably fell a bit into recruitment, a bit like facilities managers sometimes fall, fall into their roles. Um, <laughs> I completed a, a business degree many moons ago and was obviously looking for a career which um, – you know, resonated with me and I, I wanted to contribute to growth to a business or a sector and um, really focus on a service or a product which resonated with me and, and my ethics and my principles. And I came across recruitment and thought it was a really worthy um, profession. Um, there's a great opportunity to make a positive impact on people's lives. Um, as well as really learning about the business that I'm representing and, you know, really seeing how the right hire can really impact um, a business and transform a team or division. Mm. Um, So that to me was something that I felt, yes, I I resonate with. And then Pinpoint was born um, just over two years ago. Um, My dad at the time, unfortunately, had terminal cancer back in the UK. I'm sorry. Uh, So I wanted flexibility and um, decided to set up um, Pinpoint um, to enable myself to go back and forth to to the UK and and still obviously um, deliver a good service. And 
And also I'd recognize that there was a bit of a gap in the market for a boutique provider um, who can consult to kind of businesses on a national basis with good skills, good commitment and good customer service. So, yeah, I thought, look, I'll, I'll give it a whirl and have a look back. Well done. Well, it seems to be growing and growing. Um, I frequently seeing your posts about jobs and all sorts of things. So uh, congratulations, first and foremost, on just taking that step, you know, to go out on your own. Um, it, it's, it's difficult in these times and, um, you know, you're obviously doing it very well. So uh, really keep it up. Um, so with so much property development going on in Melbourne at the moment, um, your clients' needs, uh, of course, of the utmost important, important sorry, to capturing quality employees. What would you suggest to our listeners the top three things that could make the difference in succeeding in their role? I'm sure there's many others. You might have one or two, but um, see how you go with three. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a really good question, actually. And um, I think when I... Uh, reflect on what the the three key skills as you say there's so many but they all interlink with each other mm. and it's it probably comes down to a lot of the transferable skills that can make all the difference in succeeding a role um there's a lot of hires or promotions which aren't necessarily based purely on your knowledge it is actually the other attributes that you can offer that can really kind of set you apart so I think the first um, attribute that probably ranks fairly highly is attitude. Yep. So being enthusiastic, positive, pleasant, resilient, um, particularly resilience been obviously pretty um, high over the past kind of couple of years. Um, rather than having a negative attitude or whinging about how things are being done and, and mm. things like that. Mm. Um, secondly, being a team player, I think that ranks really highly for, for most kind of roles. Um, so somebody who really fits into the culture, someone who's great to be around. Everybody wants to work with people that, that are like-minded and, you know, that, that they're pleasant and you, you they're not a problem causer. Um, I think also people who uh, demonstrate strong team players, they will often put their hand up to help others out. And in that way, they actually learn new skills. And, you know, that helps them to get ahead too. And finally, I think in the property industry, you can never know everything. So being mm. an excellent problem solver um, is a must. And, and being innovative with those kind of problems or solutions that you might have to come across. And um, that kind of ties a bit into your communication styles, the ability to question and the ability to obviously listen, as well as being able to make sure your voice is, is heard in those important times to get an idea or a thought across, um, which will obviously help hopefully with, with efficiencies. Yeah, definitely. I think you've hit some really good points, particularly with that questioning. And not only, I think, is it important to question tasks, duties, responsibilities, but to question yourself from time to time as well. Um, but you also mentioned, you know, the uh, ability to, you know, I guess, be actively involved as a team and you know, it, what, what I've discovered and what uh, um, one question that I love 
asking people that I'm sure everyone else does is, you know, those three things that people like about you, you know, yeah. um, and often uh, it can be really difficult, I think, to come up with, with those items to think, what do people like about me? You know, is it my hair color? Is it, well, is it, is it, I'm well-dressed, you know, all these different things, but it's got nothing to do with about the physicality side of things. It's, yeah. it's all with that psych and the ability to, as you say, blend in with others and be a part of a team and just so, so vital. So yeah, some pretty good points there. So thanks Louise. Um, there's one item here that, you know, was, I felt, I missed when I initially sent those questions and I, I'm, I'm thank you very much for really drawing it to my attention that really needs to be addressed, I think now. And, you know, and that's that, that the employment market has no doubt changed with the lack of interstate and international travel restrictions due to the pandemic. So what are you noticing, I guess, with the local candidates and their desire to leave their current roles? So look, the start of the new year, always is a popular time for obviously candidates to say look new year mm. new career mm. um and i do think that this year i've seen a lot more appetite to um yeah start looking again um a lot of candidates have been reticent perhaps to make a move over the past couple of years um during covid because they were worried about job security mm -hmm. and they felt better the devil they knew with their existing employer rather than looking um to, to join a new one um but now i think um some individuals have had two years where they felt that they've been pretty stagnant and uh, perhaps they're in a job that no longer challenges them yeah. or perhaps the culture of the organization has changed quite a lot during those two years so they're really ready to to make a move um also i think covid's given a lot of people a lot of time to reflect and think about what it is that they're looking for in terms of their career goals so they're coming very prepared with um you know what their motivation motivators are and, and with a bit of a shopping list um, <laughs> when they're looking for a move as well yeah. um so some of the the most common things that that seem to be resonating strongly at the moment with candidates can be around family and having greater time with with family through to working to wanting to work closer to home mm. perhaps cutting out um i know that you know the, the, the commute or the interstate travel um looking at that flexibility and hybrid working and, and less out on site um as well as obviously looking generally for a career step if they're they, they feel that they've been stagnant as well mm. um but other things like uh additional holiday kind of can they buy additional holiday okay. um looking at kind of wellness and you know yeah. what support is there um, you know, there's there's been quite a few different kind of drivers that, that individuals seem to, to have at the moment. And I've also seen a trend for candidates who might have held quite senior positions um, realise that they want to actually take a step back, back yeah. and, you know, par back their responsibilities to have more time too. So that's been quite a, a significant kind of shift that has been recently happening as well. Mm. And um, now that we are starting to open up, what I've started to see is a lot more overseas candidates now coming back. And okay. they're 
Australians um, who have obviously been shut out of the country for two years and they've made a decision like we need to get back and, mm. and now be based here so that we, they can be near you know grandparents um, family generally so um, so yeah that that I think will still continue over the next kind of um, six months definitely. Yeah that's some valid points there and I think what's also important perhaps rather than looking at it from a candidate perspective is, you know, the, the employers really have a responsibility now also to be adding or valuating some of these things that you've just yeah. mentioned, like the flexibility of working, whether they do a four-day week, um, you know, whether they've got um, the availability to work one or two days from home. Um, yeah. There are so many of these different options out there. And I know... It can be tricky as a facilities manager and, and particularly a building manager, this podcast, yeah. Yeah. it's impossible to work from home as a building manager, but yeah. there's got to be some of that flexibility there to say, hey, look, you know, you're working from 7.30 to 4.30 or 5.00. You know, if you have a day off during the week as a replacement, you know, maybe that can be the new reward type of thing. So you employers yeah. out there, have a listen to some of this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. So, so true. Yeah, and look, technology is a great enabler as, as well. You know, BMS systems can be controlled from afar. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's sometimes taking that, that leap of confidence and perhaps doing something a bit different. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, what I really enjoy, I think, reading from your posts, I'm talking here about LinkedIn, really is uh, not just your job advertisements, but realistic and actionable tasks for employees, you know, such as tackling work burnout, which is massive. You just mentioned there about the, the senior roles taking a step back. Tips on being a successful mentor, um, something that I really loved doing during my roles, and then providing your team with greater autonomy and many others. What I mean by that, obviously, is the employer's teams. But why do you think it's so important to focus on these ideas as the employer? I think we've probably touched briefly on those, but is there a little bit of expansion you think you could give? Yeah, definitely. Look, obviously there's no doubt at the moment is it is a job seekers market. Mm. So obviously employers need to be um, on the game, I suppose. It's no longer that, you know, they can hire just because they've got a, a, a strong name. It's, it's having a very... Um, sound employees value proposition to attract the best and retain the best which is really important and offering kind of support or mentoring network um, also recognizing I think currently a lot of employers need to recognize that their staff have really worked hard particularly in you know building management um, when the the, the office became everybody's home. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's been a lot of stressed um, building managers that, you know, have gone above and beyond um, to, to look after, obviously, their, their tenants. So I think if a company's not going to recognise or make some flexible kind of solutions around their staff, they're just going to experience a real high level of turnover. Yeah. And I post these articles a lot of the time, and, and you might kind of say, well, it's, it's perhaps counterintuitive because it's good for me to, to get roles in. But, you know, I, I am a professional um, who specialise in recruiting in, in the property sector. And, 
you know, I suppose it comes back to my ethics and my principles. And if I can impart some of the knowledge that I hear on the ground about frustrations of, of individuals, I, I hope to make a difference. Mm. And at the end of the day, I try and align myself with companies that I um, believe in in terms of their vision as much as anything too. Um, and, you know, to, to enable to, you know, get a win-win for both the candidate going to a quality company and, and you know, the company getting a quality candidate. So mm. and that's probably some of the reasons why I, I do have a voice and um, try and impart my knowledge. Yeah, most definitely. And I notice I think part of your... Uh, um, your notice says mentoring, or um, I can't, I can't think the top of the words. Um, consulting. So yeah, so from a consulting point of view, you know, it's still vitally important, as as you've mentioned right there, just to give advice to people, whether they're not even looking for jobs at the moment, and for people that are looking for jobs. And you know, I can think of some people that are out of jobs at the moment because of the COVID from an FM and a BM perspective and, um, you know, found it difficult initially. And, you know, it's one of those things that I draw them back to go, look, go and do some research on on what it's like in the industry and, and have a look at some of Louise's, you know, posts online and so forth because you'll get some good value out of it. So you know, I appreciate you posting that information. Um, look, what would you say to those who have a list of jobs on their resumes rather than sort of sticking it out when they're quite possibly performing really successfully, do do you think they're just hunting for a bit more money or a bit more value add? Yeah, so that's a good question. I I do find that candidates who might be purely focused on money, unless they are totally being underpaid and under the market rate, probably do get, picked up and are perceived quite sceptically by um, clients. Mm. Um, I think on the whole, companies or hiring managers do have quite a good gauge as to what skill sets equate to what salaries. Um, so I don't think a candidate's suddenly going to be given a 50K kind of pay rise just for, for the sake of it. Um, <laughs> you know, they're going to have to back up their, their knowledge and their experience. Um, I do think, though, probably the last kind of three to five years, and particularly over the past couple of years, what you might have seen is is salaries have stagnated a bit in the the sector. Mm. Um, Bonuses certainly haven't been paid. And as the market kind of shifts with the the dynamics of the shortage of of skills, you'll probably find that, you know, salaries might start to to move slightly, but, but, you know, it's not going to be a crazy kind of raise. Um, Companies still have to make a profit at the end of the day um so look my advice i suppose if you really enjoy your employer you love your role um and it is only purely money that you're perhaps is, is your main driver you're probably in quite a good seat at the moment to go and have a chat with your your, your direct line manager and see if there's any ability for a pay rise mm. Um, because, you know, companies don't want to lose good staff at the moment. They know that it's a tight market. Um, and, you know, if, if it is only that you're looking for, for a pay rise or, or recognise that you deserve one, you haven't had one for a while, then it's worthwhile speaking up now, I'd say. Yeah, and, you know, I'm, I'm hearing still that seems to be quite a problem is that 
um, almost fear of having the discussion um, because of rejection and they've been rejected so many times on so many different levels or, you know, they've received that, you know, 1.5% CPI increase or whatever it might have been at the time, you know, $1,000 in the pocket at the end of the year. It's nothing really to someone that's that's working, you know, the I'll say this, working their guts out for, yeah. the, for the sake of minimal reward. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I, I know several people in the building management industry that, you know, one of my old staff at my previous job never had a sick day in his life, you know, and, and they're rare people to find. But yeah. do you think we could get him a pay rise? No. It yeah. just... Yeah. So it's it's really challenging and there's some of the reasons I think people employers are going to find people will leave if they're not being yeah. looked after appropriately. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's a really good uh, gauge of your employer if you think, yes, okay, I'm going to ask for this pay rise and they say, no, we're not giving it to you. That's when you just need to knock it on the head and, and realise that you're going to be underappreciated, undervalued. Mm. Yeah, it's time now to, to make a move. And obviously, you know, hopefully with that will come the, the pay rise that you deserve. So, mm. um, yeah, I think uh, companies have definitely got to kind of recognise who they're good performers, who do they want to keep, how are they going to look after them? I think one of the things that could potentially be important is is rather than the money aspect side of things is just that recognition also yeah goes such a long way um, and again I'll, I'll take back you know I spent a lot of time visiting staff and sitting down with them I'll take them out for lunch or we took people out for dinner uh, or we'd go and have a group barbecue together or whatever it was that we could just pull them out of their workplace for an hour or an hour and a half and just hey let's relax let's have a chat you know and just get that opportunity for them to not be a building manager for 10 minutes yeah. you know yeah. um yeah. and at the end of the day you'd say guys you've got someone else on board now you can go home you know have yeah. fin- finish early go and, and yeah. just those small things really really help people think oh, you know they're, they, they're looking after me or they're trying to look after me so yeah some value-added information i think and i appreciate the information you've shared there louise Well, Louise, I really want to thank you for being on the Building Manager podcast, your first podcast, so congratulations. We've made through it. (laughs) I'm very grateful for your time and, of course, the opportunity to meet you finally face-to-face. I wish you and your team the very best for 2022. Um, How can our listeners get in touch to find their dream career path in facilities management? Matt, thank you so much, firstly, for inviting me. I've, I've really enjoyed it. So hopefully your listeners you. will um, go away with some valuable tips. And I appreciate that you have been a great supporter in sharing a lot of my posts. So thank you. Pleasure. Uh, your listeners can reach uh, me on 0400 509 Okay. Or you can look at the website, which is www.com pinpointrecruitment.com.au. That's absolutely perfect. Well, Louise, once again, thanks for joining me on the Building Manager podcast. Uh, I look forward to reading much more information on LinkedIn about uh, Pinpoint Property Recruitment 
and exactly what you're doing for the industry. So um, congratulations, keep up the good work and hopefully we get to meet uh, personally at some point throughout the course of the year. (laughs) Thanks very much for joining me, Louise. You take care. See you, bye. Bye for now. Oh, wow. What an episode that was. I told you it was going to be a beauty from the start, and it sure was. Some really, really good tips from Louise Rowe, the director at Pinpoint Property Recruitment. You've been listening to the Building Manager podcast, proudly recorded through Anchor by Spotify. And my name is Matt Osborne, your host. Uh, really big thanks to Louise for uh, joining me on the very first podcast episode for 2022. And I know I'm absolutely confident that you building managers, facility managers out there, property people, you're going to get a lot out of this today. So please take your time to take a listen. Anyone interested in coming onto the show, please feel free to contact me, which uh, is Matt at Elite bma.com that's m-a-t-t at e-l-i-t-e-b-m-a.com and i'll get back to you as soon as i can um well a very happy new year to everybody and i wish everyone the best for 2022 looking forward to sharing with you all next week's podcast so in the meantime Thanks again to all your building managers out there, keeping everyone safe and doing a great job. We all do appreciate your time. And I look forward to seeing you all and speaking to you next week. In the meantime, take care. Bye for now.